uh, wisdom with our words. Proverbs has a lot to say to us about how we steward uh, not only our time on earth, but also the words that we speak. And so we're responsible for not only all of our actions, we're also responsible for all of our words. So they're an asset class that we're to develop, and that asset class can appreciate or depreciate based on how you use it. So we really want to make sure that we use our words uh, in an effective manner uh, to point people to, to God. So Proverbs 10, 11 says, The mouth of the righteous is a fountain of life, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. So when it says that it's a fountain of life, it actually means it's like a flowing river, meaning uh, there's an unlimited source of encouragement that can come out of your mouth if you decide to use it that way. And so we really make decisions every day about how we're going to use our words, uh, the way that we're going to direct them, the attitude uh, that we have, the vibe that we give off and how it's portrayed to others. So we can be a flowing river with our words of encouragement if we view our words as being connected to wisdom. Uh, Now, the second thing says that wisdom is found on the lips of the discerning. Wow. The discerning means uh, people that have perception. Now, not everyone has this. So it's your job to find people that have perception. People that can distinguish between right and wrong, what is good and evil. You can learn from those people And then as you learn from people and sources that help you develop your perception, you then get perception and then you filter your words with perception. So not everybody that sees has perception. There's a clear difference. Starts with understanding that our words um, need to be perceived uh, by God to us. So thirdly, The wise store of knowledge with the mouth of a fool invites ruins. So actually, our words can actually are like little stored up treasures. So here's how we interact with knowledge. God will give you wisdom. You'll attain wisdom because you're perceiving the wise people versus the unwise people, the uh, successful people versus the foolish people as it relates to the words that they use. And then you yourself will actually begin to store up treasures in your mind and in your heart. And then you have opportunities throughout the day to download those stored up treasures to the people that you interact with. So that's one of the beautiful things about following God in a sincere way is that throughout the day, you have more to give to the people that you interact with. Again, your words, they become like an asset class that develops and appreciates. That's pretty exciting. Uh, You can interact with strangers, interact with families, interact with neighbors, interact with friends, and you'll actually have some, some sort of nuggets to share with them because your perception of how you use your words is filtered through a lens of wisdom 
and encouragement. It says in verse 19, sin is not ended by multiplying words, but the prudent hold their tongues. Now, when you dig into this word, the prudent hold their tongues, it actually means that we withhold. What does that mean? It means that you don't say as much as you could. A lot of times we think that the wisest people speak the most. Actually, the wisest people speak the least. And then, the, it, as you speak less, your words actually have more power. You know what drives up uh, something's value is scarcity. And so your words have more value the less that you say. And then the less that you say, the more that your words actually impact and have a positive outcome. So it means you withhold. It means you don't say as much as you could. Uh, and the way that you do that is you'll get this little interaction with the Spirit. And another way that this word can be interpreted, if you dig into it, it means to check yourself. So when it comes to your words, how you use your words, you want to check yourself. You want to manage your mouth. Okay, and then lastly, it says that the lips of the righteous, righteous nourish many, but fools die for lack of sense. This word nourish, it's very interesting. It's the word that describes a shepherd feeding sheep. Ryan, do you mean to tell me that my words can actually nourish the people in my life, that's exactly what I'm saying. And that, my friend, in and of itself should be enough reason to be very excited to use your words in a godly, positive, fruitful, multiplying manner. And so we can, our words can be a flowing river. We can begin, be, begin to perceive how to use them. Uh, we can store up these little treasures and nuggets to share with people throughout the day. We do that by withholding. We don't say as much as we could. We kind of check ourselves, And then out of that, we actually begin to nourish the people in our life like a shepherd nourishes sheep. Wow. Thank you so much for being with me today. Until next time, I hope you have a beautiful day.